Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Friday feature for Friday, conveniently enough, April 24th, the year of our Lord, 2020. I don't know why I added that in, but I did, and you listened to it, so sorry. Uh, this is uh, this is the Friday feature from First Presbyterian Church, Hastings, Nebraska. My name is Damon. I'm one of the pastors here. And the Friday feature, just for those who are maybe just checking it out or haven't been paying real close attention the last few weeks, on Monday of the week, Pastor Greg and I take a little bit, take preview the scripture for the upcoming week, and we read it and we have a little bit of a chat about it. We take that scripture and the chat, we hand it off to a local artist and ask them to create something. Um, and then, then we come back on Friday, myself and the artist, and we share what they created and we talk a little bit about their process and what they were thinking and what we, uh, it's, it's a musical thing this week, so what we should be listening for. And, and just a little bit about the connections between that the piece of art that they have created and the scripture and the themes in the scripture itself. So that was an overlong explanation. I need to work on getting that down to elevator pitch length. I resolved to do that for next week. So if you thought that was too long, come back next week. <laughs> what, a, what a great pitch. Uh, okay. Joining, joining me this week is Emily Dunbar. Emily, are you there? I am here. Hi, Damon. Hi, everybody. Hello. Um, So Emily, uh, tell us, maybe just tell us a little bit about yourself. Um, I am a singer-songwriter. I have done a lot of solo singer-songwriting work, and I was in Starbell Ukulele Band for a number of years, and I have a songwriting podcast called Prompt Queens with my sister-in-law, where Every week we get a prompt and write a new song to that prompt and then discuss the prompt. Um, so this challenge was right up my alley to get a scriptural prompt and write to it. I also do a lot of music for my home church, with, which is Faith Lutheran. So we're being yeah. very ecumenical today. And yeah, we are. We're ticking so many boxes right now. And my husband is the pastor there. Um, and then I'm the director of academic support at Studio 200 at Hastings College. So that's me. That's what I do. So you're only mildly busy. Just mildly. <laughs> I get to do a lot of stuff that I love. So yeah. Well, uh, yeah. Well, uh, we're glad that you. Or I don't know who who else I'm speaking on behalf of. I'm very glad that you were able to um, join us and and participate in this in this little project that we have going on. And you came up with this song. You've titled it "Road to Maus." Road to Emaus. It's a little on the nose. <laughs> well, you know, it's, it's, I seem to recall some preaching advice that I got once upon a time that was, uh, "Tell them what you're going to tell them." tell them, and then tell them what you told them. There you go. Lest there be any confusion. (laughs) Right. Um, So what should we, what should we know about, about the song? Um, it was really cool to dig in. This is something that I do fairly often. So for, uh, at our church, I do lots of, I mean, sometimes I do 
vacation Bible school music, which is just really turning scripture into like a jingle for memory verse purposes. Mm -hmm. I do lots of that. Um, but to write about a specific passage is something that I have, have done many times before. And it's always very interesting and sort of devotional and meditative to be like, what actually is this? <laughs> what is it saying? And what does it mean? And how do you boil it down to the essence? And for the purposes of a song, you have to pick and choose. Um, I mean, otherwise you're just reciting the whole thing over again, uh, which is also something that I have done. <laughs> <laughs> but to, to pick and choose. And so it, and it's an interesting passage. Um, so one of the things that I tried to avoid is making the, making the account a metaphor. That's a thing that I tend toward like, oh, what happened to them is exactly like what is happening to me right now or is happening to us right now. Um, and I don't think there's anything wrong with that, but it doesn't, it doesn't always work. And sometimes I try to force that. Um, so I thought, how can I tell the story or at least the first half of the story as neutrally as possible? Um, just what it says. So they thought they tell the stranger on the road, of course, who turns out to be Jesus, that they thought Jesus was going to be their sort of political redeemer. I don't remember exactly what it says, but that didn't happen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The, it's the, the, at least the very, at least the start of the song takes a very sort of um, disciples point of view. Yeah. Perspective. And in your discussion with Greg, that was super fun to listen to. Um, I think it was Greg who was saying how sometimes scripture invites us to put ourselves in their shoes um, and I was like, oh, I had started the song before I listened to that. And I'm like, oh, that is actually what I'm doing. And so I sort of doubled down. I doubled down. <laughs> on Do it all. Um, because like, we only know the one guy's name. We don't know the other guy's name. And I had been writing it from a first person perspective. And then after hearing that, like after hearing your conversation, I was like, oh, I'm going to make it be a conversation between those two disciples mm. and I'm one of them. Mm -hmm. Yeah. This is one of those passages. Um, so this comes from Luke 24 for those who might be listening along and we get two disciples. It's uh, it's a resurrection appearance of Jesus. Uh, the two disciples don't really know that Jesus has been resurrected um, necessarily. Maybe they've heard from someone um, and one of them is named, one of them, we're told his name is Cleopas, and the other is a, is an unnamed disciple, um, which is really interesting from a, kind of from a, like, how does story work kind of perspective, and, uh, and how this, this, this story may have come out of oral tradition, uh, so that it was a story that was handed down uh, from person to person, and to leave a character unnamed uh, allows for a lot of you can play around a lot with that as a storyteller. Uh, the unnamed character could, you know, could be, could have been my cousin, could have been your cousin, could have been you, could, you know, um, as a, yeah, so it's a really 
it's a really inviting way for people to to enter into the story. Was uh, okay. was it was there like a a particular kind of feeling or emotion that you were or, or shades of emotion that you were trying to work with in some way or for sure i mean this this passage just had more questions for me than answers <laughs> mm -hmm. I raised a lot of questions like um where why were they going to emmaus what were they doing and i always just think I always think of the awful limbo of Easter Saturday, like this terrible thing has just happened for the disciples. Jesus has been crucified, but he hasn't been resurrected yet. And they just think it's over and just what a miserable day that would be. And this is even weirder because it's Easter day. Yeah. And they have heard the news. This actually the second verse was a point of contention in my house. Um, I, <laughs> I played it for Paul and he was said, I don't understand the second verse. Do they, are you saying that they believe he is risen or they don't believe he is risen? And I just kept saying, yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah I don't know. Present <laughs> and sort of my, so my, the a feeling that I was going for my like own little subtitle for the song is we didn't sign up for this. Yeah. So we thought that this political thing was going to happen, which I talk about in the first verse, and it didn't. And then they killed Jesus. Yeah, we did not sign up for that. And then on Sunday, the women say that he is not in the tomb, and an angel told them that he's not dead. And then other disciples were like, yeah, he's, that's true. Either way, <laughs> whether they believe, like now people are being risen from the dead, we didn't sign up for that. Or right. <laughs> the people we've been associating with say that angels are talking to them and this guy's been raised for the dead. I did not sign up for that either. And I don't know, it, it, it's pretty, it doesn't, there's no way to interpret it just in that text, what they actually think. It just says that this is what they heard and then they leave town. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a lot of ambiguity in there. Like when you really kind of line it out and think through, okay, what do we? What is the story actually telling us? Right. And there's a difference between what the story actually tells us and what we read into it, or what we've been accustomed to reading into it. And another little ambiguity that I'll add here is that um, a good number of scholars would tell you that. Emmaus is, there's a very good chance that Emmaus is a, was a made-up location. Huh. Nobody knows where Emmaus was or if it existed. And if it, if it was a made-up location, it's, it'd be like telling a story of uh, set in um, Winchesterton Fieldville. Right. Springfield. Is, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's just a, a stand-in yeah. spot. So, so they which is another interesting story thing. They could be going anywhere. <laughs> they, They're going you know, they, Right. You know, they could have been, are they going back to their hometown? Or maybe they're going to your town. Maybe they're going someplace else. Who knows, right? So I tried to keep the verses neutral and just to tell what the account actually says and then to have a chorus that sort of colors that. Sort of, a, you know, the words are, 
it didn't go how we thought it would go. And we don't know what we think we know. Um, and just things have fallen apart. And then I use um, words of Jesus, but I put it into the disciples' mouths. Lord, help us. We are slow of heart. In the account, it is Jesus as the stranger on the road who says, you are slow of heart, which I just loved that, loved that phrase. So I had to nap it. So just sort of despondent and trying to figure out where do we go from here? That is the, the emotion that I was going for. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it, I think it definitely captures that emotion for sure. Should we give it a listen? Sure. All right. This is uh, Road to Emmaus uh, written and performed by Emily Dunbar. I can't believe how fast it all went sour A week ago we were waving palms Fighting the power We thought we knew How it would end With our heels upon the throats Of those centurions But it didn't go We don't know what we think we know. The bottom drops out and it's back to the start. Lord, help us. We are slow apart. Our sisters said they saw an empty grave. And an angel said, Christ isn't dead. And we were amazed. Our brothers confirmed. That's how it all went down. So you and I, we hit the road straight out of town. Cause it didn't go how we thought it would go. And we don't Bottom drops out, and it's back to the start. Lord, help us, we are slow of heart. Stranger on the road said, with a little faith you might see. A thread that stretches back and forth through history prophecy. Jacob's dust and Abram's stars, Isaiah's talk of bruises and scars. Didn't our hearts burn within us? It didn't go how we thought it would go. And we don't know Lord, help us, we are slow of heart. Lord, help us, we are slow of heart. Lord, help us, we are slow of heart. 
So there again is Road to Emmaus, uh, written and performed by Emily Dunbar. I love the way that it, it the, whole, the, the feel of it captures this sort of in-between time, like the, the in-between time of, of feeling confident and certain about something and then having that sort of crumble away and okay, I guess we'll head in a new direction, but I'm not really sure where, and I'm not sure really why, and I'm not really sure how. Um, right. But I'm going to pack my stuff in my bag, and away I go. <laughs> right. Yeah. What is going to happen? Yeah. Um, and I had said, I talked earlier about not wanting to make it a, a direct, like, metaphor, but I think that that, for how life at the moment, but I feel like that chorus can apply to any number of situations outside of the, the text itself, which oh, is, yeah. I feel mm -hmm. like self these days. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, that, yeah, that idea. It, yep. <laughs> Didn't go how we thought it would go. We don't know what we think we know. Um, yeah, the bottom drops out. It's back to the start. Lord help us. We are slow of heart. How how many times in a person's life do they experience an emotion like that? I, any, right. any number of times. Yeah. Any number of times. Yeah. Uh, well, I think that we're about to draw to a close. Any, any closing thoughts? Any things you really wanted to, to get in there but didn't have a chance? No, this was super fun. I enjoyed it. So thank you for asking me. And I think that this song will be in uh, Faith Lutheran's online Sunday worship this week. Okay, cool. So folks could check that out if they wanted. Yeah. Okay, good deal. Uh, well, Emily, thank you very much for joining us. And to all of those who are listening, hope that you are having a happy and a healthy Friday afternoon. Until we see or meet each other again, toodaloo.